Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 230. This week's message is, For there are stored up blessings for the righteous. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. I pray that all things are going well with everyone. Uh, as you uh been receiveth of this day blessed to see and have another week pass us by and be witnessing of another day the beginning of another week coming forth this this day and every day thereforth that comes is blessful and important unto us my brothers and sisters each and every day that has come and passed has been important unto us. But now we are in a time in that of our life's journey where we must truly look at what we are doing. Where it stands in accountability of that of our assignments unto God. And not just that, but also understanding that as a righteous servant unto God, you're blessed. We look at the things that take place in the world and we have one of those wars me moments. Oh, wars me that, you know, got this going on and I can't seem to get ahead. Oh, war is me that I can't get my finances right. Oh, war is me my health is this. Oh, war is me I got to live in this area. Oh, war is me I don't have this car to drive. Oh, war is me and war is me and war is me. But do we take a moment to stop and truly think about the blessedness that God has bestowed over our lives the blessedness that is working in and through our lives see we take the time to stop and pay attention to the negativity and to pay attention to the oppression and suffering and we take time to notice the circumstances that brought forth the situation that now seems to be bearing upon us but do we do we my brothers and my sisters do we take time to notice the blessedness of god in the midst of that of our life storms and you may not like my answer and you you may say I'm 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 totally wrong. You may go as far as to saying, well, you know, hey, I'm one of the ones that actually do pay attention. I'm one of the ones who actually do take time to analyze and stand accountable for that of my assignment. And then also on top of that, I know I'm blessed. I know that even in the midst of the storminess of my life. I have the blessed hand of that of God's refuge on me. 
Well, I'm going to hold off on you for a minute. I'm going to come back to you. But right now, I want to address those who, for whatever reason or another, just don't seem to think that they are blessed. Well, the word of God tells us that we are blessed. The word of God shows that we are blessed. The word of God speaks the blessedness over our lives. So, if you want to say that you're not blessed, then I, I, I'm wondering, do you consider that as calling God a lie? I don't, I'm just wondering. I'm not trying to convict you of anything. I'm, I'm just asking. You see, my brothers and sisters, we go through a lot of, in our lives. And through the journey that we live out in that of our lives, we, we deal with a lot of things in and out. I'm not trying to take that from nobody. I truly am not in no way, shape, or form. I couldn't anyway if I tried. Because God already knows what you have gone through. He knows what you're going through at this very moment. And he knows what is still yet to come. Because God knows your life. Your life is an open book unto that of thy heavenly father, thy God. There's nothing about your life that God does not already know. He's read the book. As we like to say. I say, oh man, did you read the book? Did you read the book? You got to read the book, man. You, you're not going to know anything if you don't read the book. Well, I'm here to tell you, God has wrote the book. He's read the book. Not only has he read the book, but guess what? <laughs> he the author. He the author of the book. He's the author and the omega. Beginning and the end. So you see, my brothers and sisters, ain't nothing taking place in your life that God doesn't already know about. That he doesn't already know what's coming. He doesn't already know has passed. The real question is this. Do you know that you're blessed? Even in the midst of the most terrible storms that have taken place in your life. And then yet those are, that are still to come. Oh yes, there's still some storms to come. You know, I hate, I hate to be a bearer of bad news as some would like to say. You know, as the saying goes. But I don't really look at it as bad news. Because how can it be bad news if God is there to protect you? How can it be bad news of God's grace? is upon you that will give you the sufficientness to be able to endure what is about to unfold upon your life. Now what would be bad news is if you had to face it all alone. What would be bad news if God wasn't taking the blunt of some of the things that are coming at you? Because see, if God wasn't taking the blunt of some of the things that were coming at you, you think you're going through something now? Oh, man, come on. You think you're in pain and sorrow and you think you got frustration and you think you're in depression and you worries and you think that you do you you think that it's horrific now. 
But if God was to lift his righteous hand of refuge off your life, do you have any idea? Can you phantom the kind of suffering? The multitude of hurt that could come down upon you. But yet we say we're not blessed. Okay. Well. Shit there, boss. Listen to me now. You dealt with something not too long ago in your life. It was hard for you. It was it was it was down straight out just challenging and troubling for you. In your words, it almost took you out. In your words, it almost left you hung out to dry. In your words, you were up the creek without a paddle. This is your words. And, you know, it varies from person to person, you know, but I'm sure we've had some choice things to say with some of the situations that have unfolded in our lives and brought forth some as we would say, some horrific moments upon us, some some trying times that we've never faced before, and oh, we thought that it was the end, and oh, this is horrible, I, oh, woe is me, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not making fun of you, but I'm just saying. Let's, let's, for a moment, think back to that moment, that one moment where you said that, oh man, this is, I've never faced nothing like this before. I truly don't know what I'm going to do. You were truly, as they say, at your wit's end because you did not truly know what you were going to do. You were facing some serious hard times, hard moments. But what did you do? You prayed. You prayed and you stood steadfast enough in that of your faith and releasing it to God. You petitioned his throne room and when you petitioned his throne room, you stepped up and began to move forth in faith. I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know who's going to do what, but I believe that God is going to help me through this. He's going to provide unto me what I need. And then guess what happened? You made it through. You were blessed to be able to endure what was going on and what was about to come. You didn't lose your mind. You didn't go crazy and insane. You wasn't walking in depression. You didn't have no headaches or stress. No variation or frustration. You didn't have no aching ulcers because you was just, you was in health. But you want to sit and tell me that you don't believe that you're blessed. Okay. <laughs> wow. I... I It gets me when I see people who don't understand that being blessed is more than just somebody slipping you 
a monetary blessing every now and then. Oh man, I am blessed, man. I, you know, I just got blessed with five hundred dollars. I just got blessed with a hundred dollars. I just got blessed yesterday. Somebody blessed me with three hundred dollars. Oh, I tell you, the blessings just keep coming. Now, don't get me wrong. That is truly is a blessing. If you have people in, that keep coming into your life, blessing you with all types of monetary blessings, that is a blessing. It, it is. Now, so don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not belittling you and I'm not trying to make your situation look like it's not blissful but see the point that I'm trying to make is that that's what we look at when we think of blessings oh man I can do I could use a blessing right now somebody need to bless me because I, I you know I got these bills I could use the two hundred dollars I could use three hundred dollar uh Pentecostal handshake right about now you and probably Millions of other people. But take your mind off that type of blessing. Just for a moment. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with desiring to be blessed that way. Because God is desiring to bless you in that way. He is. But the point that I'm trying to make right now, my brothers and sisters, is that there is more to being blessed than just a monetary blessing. Now see I know I lost some of you right there. Because you're like man. I, 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 don't, I don't know about that right there now bro. You know. Uh, <laughs> I, hey you know. Give me a hundred. Slip me a hundred dollars. You know. Shake my hand and leave, leave two hundred behind. I shoot. You know that. I don't know now that. that. And, and don't get me wrong. I get it. For some of us in the situations that we in. You know, a monetary blessing right now, that would mean the world to us. But what I am saying as it stands, as children of God, as heirs unto that of his kingdom, there's more to be had than a monetary blessing. Because as a child of God, you have been bestowed the most valuable blessing of them all. And that's the blessing of eternal life. The word tells us about being diligent, being steadfast, holding fast to being Effortless in doing what we need to do. The word speaks of those that are blessed. And, 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 and goes on to say how. Well if you're blessed. And you know you're doing this. Then you know hey you're blessed. If, if you're blessed. If you're doing this in the midst of this or hell. Then you're blessed. And, you know, and then on and on and on and on and on. Blessed are those who mourn, says the word. Because they will become comforted. That's what the word tells us. 
Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. So, and, and there's more, but I, and I'm not going to proceed with that because that, that I, I would be getting into part of the message then. But I just wanted to mention those two things right there because that's just a little bit of the countless blessings that are poured out upon the righteous people of God. But then yet you want to say you're not blessed. But see, I know what the problem is. You know what? Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me closely. Listen to me closely. You know what the problem is and the reason why you, you say and you feel that you're not blessed? It's not within that or of that of yourself that you say this. It's because of Satan that you say this. It's because of his trickery, his schemes and his tactics, his deception and deceitfulness that you say this. Because, see, he loads your mind with all kind of things to knock you off your game, as they would say. To distract you. To put doubt. And see, if he can place doubt, then he practically just about has you. As long as he can keep placing doubt. And have you doubt that you are blessed. Have you doubt. That you are who you are. Have you doubt. That you are a true child of God. That's all you got to do. Is just. Put you in doubt for a moment. And just sit that doubt right there. And let it manifest. Let it fester. In your life. And sit back. And watch the chaos. And trust me, when I say when he does that, as if he put on a multi-dollar movie and sat back and watched. You see, my brothers and sisters, lots of times the devil don't have to do too much. All he had to do is just one little thing, just, just slip a word or two into your, in, in, into the atmosphere of your mind unveil a vision before the window of eyes of that of your mind and you pick it up and now you are playing it back playing it back playing it back now you got your mind going now you're drifting and now you're, you're distracted so you don't lose focus on what you had focus on concerning God. Now your focus is on what the devil has implanted in your mind. And all the while, meanwhile, he's just sitting back. Enjoying, popping the popcorn. Watching the movie that he helped jumpstart. The movie which is of that of your life. Playing out before him. He is manipulating you. And he is enjoying himself. In the process of doing it. And it's all. At your 
expense. But guess what? The word says that the Lord is attentive unto the righteous, the cries of the righteous. That's what the word tells us. So if you cry out unto God, better he hear you. Better hear you. And the devil, they shall not. The devil, he don't want you to do that. You see, you in the midst of this drama, you in the midst of this mess that the devil has helped orchestrate. Well, I mean, hey, he basically created it. He wrote the thing. He wrote the script. And now he's got it walking out in your life. But see, that's... That's, that's not supposed to be so. Because God... God has the right and true path for us. And we can go into the... You know, all the the reasons and all the other facts and everything. But we're not going to go that way right now. My brothers and sisters. This message this week is going to bring to you some content of scriptures from the word of God and briefly it will inform you of the different righteous people of God now I won't go in specifically and talk about names or anything I'll mention names but it's just going to basically just group it together and inform you that they are blessed and you you, what I want you to do as you listen, I want you to see where you fit in at in these different categories that are going to be mentioned of people that are blessed. I want you to say, well, you know, I fall in this area. Wow, I'm going to be blessed in that way. Well, I fall in that area. I'm going to be blessed in that way. Even if you don't sense that you fall in any one of these areas that I will present to you this week. I want you to understand. You are still blessed. You see, these areas that are mentioned are just a few. There's different ways and in many areas that people are blessed in and of that of God. But understand this, even if you may not find a category in that of God's word specifically that says, oh, I, I fit that category. I, I'm, I'm going to be blessed in this way. You have already been bestowed the most ultimate blessing. And that is the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, that has awarded us the inheritance of eternal life in that of our Heavenly Father's kingdom.
That's an ultimate blessing. But then there's still some of us who say we're not blessed. In that action alone, you are blessed many times over. You're blessed because, first of all, Christ decided to give up his mortal body. And go through with what was planned. And go under... Oh, Jesus. Go under scrutiny. Persecution. Suffering. So that you may be free from sin. The slavery of sin. And then if that wasn't good enough. He gave up his spirit. Went to the depths of hell. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He conquered hell and called forth back that of his spirit. And on the third day of that of his crucifixion came forth the resurrection of that of Christ. With all life and all power in his hand. In heaven, over the earth, and under the earth. And he took up his place on the throne Next to that of our Heavenly Father, our God. And in the process right now, undergoing, making his enemies his footstool. But see, we're still sitting back to my, no, I'm, I'm not blessed. I got so much going on with me, I don't know. It's just so much going on. It's just my life is a shambles. My life is a wreck. And I just, you know, I don't know. I need I need help. Well, maybe you, you, knew, maybe you do need help. Maybe to the naked carnal eye, your life is in shambles and nothing can be done. To the naked carnal eye, that is. To the discerning of that of the flesh, that is. But my brothers... <laughs> My sisters, when we begin to discern in the Spirit, oh, blessed thee, oh, Father God, the knowledge that is unfolded before us. But see, we are shut off. Because we have made a decision within ourselves that we are not looking at. the knowledgeableness of that of the spirit and the ram of that of the spirit world. Nah, man, I don't, man, spirit, what? I don't, man, I don't know about all that. I don't believe, man. I don't believe in that stuff. Going through life denouncing our God. Denouncing Christ. I, no, man, I don't, yeah, I don't believe that happened, man, I don't, 
You denounce him. He who speaks as if he knows me not, then so shall I know him not. But if you know me, and you have accepted me, so shall I know you, and have accepted you. And you shall be known unto me and the Father. For as you are in me and I am in you, so is the Father in you and you in the Father. Now that was just a little prayer. I'm paraphrasing some things out of the word. You know, that's not exactly in the word of God in that way. I just took some areas in the word and just kind of paraphrased it a little bit. So I want to make sure you understand that right there so you don't go to think, oh, wait a minute, where's, I, I don't know that in the word. I don't remember hearing that spoken like that. <laughs> oh, blessed be Father God. We keep getting so caught up on things to where we don't see what is right before our eyes. We get or we allow ourselves to be absorbed by the smoke and mirrors, the handiwork of deceit and deception of that of the devil. But we're not putting focus, nor are we trying to put forth any effort to see that which is of blessfulness. As we are traveling through this storminess of our lives journey. And now I will say we're caught up. Some of us. I will say that we really truly have some things going on in our life that we see to be tragic. It's tragic. It's tragic to us. And we, we take that as being warrant enough. To not seek or be focused or try to be focused. And that a blessfulness taking place in our lives. I'm not going well, to look for some blessings. For it's either, either I'm going to be blessed or I'm going to be blessed. I'm not looking for anything. Well, that's too bad. Because the word does tell us that those who seek, they shall find. Those who knock, the door shall be opened. Those who ask, <laughs> so shall they receive. So, if you're not willing to seek, if you're not willing to knock, and you say, I definitely ain't finna ask, then, okay, I can see why you can say you ain't blessed. And then, but, you wonder why you're not? But don't try to lump everyone together in that of your misunderstanding. In that of your wrongful narration over your life. Because they can't be lumped into that which is of you. In that of your journey you're traveling. Because they have their own journey that they are traveling. And why you say or you want to say. That you're not blessed. 
they're looking at you like, well, you know, you know, hey, I don't know about that, bro. Sis, nah, I'm sorry, I can't stand on that one with you. Because I know that in spite of the things that have unfolded in my life, in spite of, matter of fact, what I am right now currently going through and facing, I know God got me. I know God got me. Because if God did not have me, I, I know that the terrific things that are taking place in my life would be so horrifying upon me that I would not be able to bear. See, you have enough discerning to understand that what you are enduring <laughs> is only a fraction of what could be happening in that of your life. And why is that? Because that of our Lord and Savior, our God, is shielding you from the full effects of this so-called situation that has unfolded in your life. But we want to sit back and, oh, woe is me. And, uh, you know, nobody's doing anything for me. And, you know, I have to endure all this right here. And But if we stop and take a moment and realize that, wait a minute, hold on. Yes, I may have to endure this. Yes, I may have to face these challenges. But think about it. If you are in the midst of these situations, and these troubles have already sprung forth in your life, but you're still standing, but you're still able to think without being confused, but you're still able to sleep peacefully at night, you're still able to eat food and keep it down. First of all, you're still able to eat. And you, I, I mean, come on, let's keep it real. You even got food. You got a shelter over here. So, uh, I, I, I just want to, let's, let's clarify some things here for a minute. And then, how, how are you not blessed? I'm sorry. But, I mean, I'm just trying to get an understanding of that. But we, we come to that conclusion because the world, the world, my brothers and sisters, has misled us, has misguided us, has, has, has shut us up in the jar, this, this, this matrix jar. That is that of the world society and has shielded us all from all truthful knowledge. Has programmed our minds. Manages our hearts. Dictate our lives as we journey. So we go about thinking. Oh I'm not blessed. God who is this God? I don't know God. God is not. He's not doing nothing for me. <laughs> I beg to differ. Now, I'm not taking away the fact that, yes, we go through some things. We have to face some un otherwise some unchoice situations. Some things that we would rather not even have knowledge of, let alone have to face. 
But the bottom line is that we do have to face them. But we don't face them alone. That's the point that I'm making. We're not facing it alone. You are blessed because you have a Lord and Savior that has given of himself. He did the ultimate sacrifice. He did that which is showing of that of a true friend. And that's to give his life. He laid his life down. Now. We often ask ourselves. Well, what's, the, what's, the, what's the. What's the price. What's the cost. Of the salvation. But see, God's not asking no monetary payment to be implemented. Why? Because we can never pay it back. We couldn't, we couldn't gather up enough money. We couldn't praise God enough. We can't worship Him enough to pay for the sacrifice of that which Christ showed. When he gave of himself. But what can we do that. Unto God. Is considered to be respectful. And honorable unto him. That's to be obedient. To the commands. That have been put forth. That is to walk upright. Be good stewards. Pray ye for one another. Stand for one another. Help the poor and the needy. Be blessed unto the confused and misguided. Be somewhat as a teacher using that of the word of God. But no, we don't. You know, a portion of the word of God mentions says, what is ample enough as far as gospel, as far as worshiping, as far as honorableness unto him? And that is to take care of a widow and offering. You see, that's my, that's, that's, you know, that's sufficient enough worship and praise and religion. But some of us are not even doing that. Some of us, matter of fact, not only are we not doing it, but that doesn't even cross our minds. We don't even have that desire on our hearts. Brothers and sisters, I'm here before you this week to inform you that all that of the Word of God that speaks on the matter, 
that which is pertaining in this message right now to inform you on disputably that you are blessed in spite of what anyone may say about you or towards you you are blessed Regardless of what Satan himself may try to whisper in your ear, plant in your mind, manipulating your thoughts, you are blessed. Now, what you going to do about that? I'm going to tell you what you going to do about that. Stand up and take your rightful place. Stand up and receive. Step into the truthfulness of not just who you are, but whom you are. Shed those fleshly scales of carnal discerning off your eyes. That you may see things in that of discerning the spirit. Stand in full faith unto God. Trusting unwaveringly. And at every turn in every situation. Holding up your shield of faith. Defending off the fiery darts of the devil. Standing steadfast in that of faith. And trusting undisputably. In the faithfulness of that of our God. I know. We're living life. It's real. No fairy tales. This is no reality show. The reality is that it's real. That's the reality. But you know what? I got something for you. I got something I want to share with you. Life is it's real. Hear me? No, you're not, you're not hearing me. Get closer. Get closer. Get closer. Close the door. Wind your windows up. Close your windows. Listen to me. Hear me. Life is real. But so is Jesus. So is Jesus. So when you're thinking that, oh, I can't go on. When you're thinking, oh, what is me? No one cares. And when you're thinking that I can't get up, I can't get a hand up. I can't get ahead. It seems like every time I, I move one step, I'm being pulled back 20. And I've been there, done that. I've had those moments where I felt like that's what's going on. And true, really, I mean, come on, let me be transparent with you right now. Truth be told, I'm feeling that way somewhat right now. See, I know that that's only in the carnalness thinking of my mind. Because if I look beyond these scales of flesh and stop trying to discern my life in that of fleshly carnal discerning, I can see clearly, true much, an awareness of knowing that my life is blessed. My life is blessed. 
And nothing that anyone says or try to do can change that fact. Because I am a true child of God. And I am an inheritance, an heir unto the throne. The throne. You hear what I'm saying? The actual kingdom of God. And where I walk my life in that of living sacrifice, I shall receive a crown. <laughs> the crown of life. So you see, I am blessed. Now I'm not saying I'm actually going to sit where Christ is sitting. Because that's his throne. But I am saying I am in likeness unto him. Because is he not... One of the first, is he not the firstborn of the many fruits of that, of the creation that God set forth? Oh, I'm, I get, oh, I'm sorry. Am I speaking something that ain't in the word? No, I'm, it's in the word. You see, you're going to have to go ahead and come to terms with the fact that people are going to think you're a little kind of strange. You're going to have to come, you're going to, have to, come to the terms and be okay with the fact that people are going to begin to look at you weird. People are going to begin to um, separate themselves from you. You know, and, and see, this is where someone would come in and say, well, you know, it's not by any doing of yours. Well, yes and no. Yes, because it is, you know, some doing of yours because you're following the word of God. You're walking in the footsteps of that which God has laid for your life. You're following the paths that God has already carved and and, and, and moved and separated out for you to travel. So in doing so, yeah, some people are going to walk away from you. Some people are going to fall by the wayside. That's, that's, that's God's automatic pruning system taking place. Because he is, he is automatically pruning people from you. See, you're not doing it, so God does it. Okay, so that's the, the no part. <laughs> the yes part is that, yes, you it is somewhat you're doing the no part is that no in some regards is kind of not some of your doing is God's doing but it's both so that's why the answer is like yes and no we we're trying really hard my brothers and sisters and I believe that sometimes we try a little bit too hard to have understanding. And I think that we try too hard sometimes. And what happens is it causes us. To flow too much. In that of. Fleshly discernment. Worldly understanding. 
Because we're so desperate to want to have an understanding that we will settle or we will go after anything. And the devil's counting on that. Because, see, we throw patience out of the window. But we, under, we don't have an understanding, and we should have an understanding that patience is very important in this step, in this process. Patience is not going to look all dressed up and present itself in a nice little tightly neat bow and a nice little gift box and you know, have balloons and, 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 and glitter going to go flying in the air and the trumpets are going to sound and you're going to have music playing and people dancing. Around. No. Patience is not going to always be like that. Patience is not going to always be joyous <laughs> when you got to do it, when you got to have it. Patience sometimes going to just be down straight out like, man, why I got to wait? I don't believe this, man. Why I got to wait? What's up with this right here? Why I got to what? Why I got to put up with this person? Have patience, my son. Man, I don't, you know what? They just getting on my nerves. Daughter, daughter, calm down. Have a seat and be patient. But see, so many times we don't want to hear that. We don't want to do that. Because we want to hear what we want to hear and we want to do what we want to do. Well, let me let me let let me clarify something with you on that. That's your flesh. <laughs> That's your flesh. So see, you know, we get all caught up in like, I can't believe I did this, and you know, and we. I want to share something with you. I was talking with one of my sisters uh, this past day here, uh, and. She said something to me about, you know, we show grace unto others and we have been blessed to give grace unto others for things that they do or, you know, didn't do or they're trying to do or whatever. But we're not giving, we're not advancing any grace unto ourselves. So I want to say this to you. In those moments and times when you are trying to be obedient and being patient, but people seem to be just really trying you. And you, but you're doing what you need to do. You're standing strong. You're standing, you know, steadfast. You know, but you like, man, I just, you know, they just, they, mm, they trying me. Boy, you know, I don't know. I'm doing this and I don't understand why I got to go through this. I don't understand why this right here. I don't, this, this. Extend yourself some grace. It's hard on me. And I I feel like sometimes I'm not I'm not measuring up. I feel like sometimes that what I'm doing is not enough. Extend yourself some mercy and grace. God does.
You're just simply coming to an understanding that I'm human. And I have made mistakes and I'm going to most likely continue to make some mistakes somewhere. But stand steadfast, my brothers and sisters. Come to that realization that, that that's possible. But don't dwell on it, though. Just come to the realization that it's possible, but don't dwell on it. And then when you come to the realization that it's possible, then extend yourself some grace and mercy. Don't go crazy with it now, but extend yourself some grace and mercy. Amen. We quickly do it for others. Why not for ourselves? Oh, they don't know no better. Are they trying? Okay, well, you trying too. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you how you trying. You trying so hard that you go before God and confess. God, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what's going on. I am aware of this is going on. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm caught up in it. And it's, this thing is bigger than me right now. And I, I, I can't do this alone. And as much as I'm enjoying it, as much as it's pleasurable unto me, as much as I, 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 I want to see it take place again, I want to be close to you. And I cannot accomplish that on my own. Help me, please. Let me see the strength which is that of you bestowed unto me. And may I embrace it and walk it out so that these things that seem to have me weak, I can be strong. These things that seem to manipulate and pull me here and pull me there, I can stand steadfast and resist. Hear me, Father. This is your servant talking. I need you. I want and I'm desiring you. Seeking you. Help me. Help me, please. And you see, my brothers and sisters, we, when we're doing that, you think God's going to help you? Yeah, he will. You think he's going to continue to let you keep going and not assist you? No, he's not going to let that. He, in that of his grace and his mercy. Oh, that's how you journey. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the blessedness of that of your word. I thank you for the presence of that of your refuge over my life and the life of that of my brothers and sisters in Christ. As we make up the body of Christ, Father God, and that of disciples unto Christ for the glory of that of thy heavenly Father. I bow my head in that of humbleness and meekness before you. I give up myself in that of honor and respect unto your throne room, unto your kingdom. Heavenly Father, 
I present my brothers and sisters and that of the same. I thank you for honoring them, O oh Father. I thank you for showing unto them, directing them. I thank you for giving them a chance to be able to stand steadfast, to hold their heads up high with proudness, not boastfulness, but proudness is that of, of your children. The heirs unto your kingdom. And having the understanding. That they are truly blessed. And been able to see the blessings. Over their lives. Operating in and out. Through their lives. So that there can be no. No question. And that beyond a doubt. Undisputably. We are all blessed. Heavenly Father, I pray for this knowledge to be revealed unto them. I pray for them to understand the truthness of this knowledge. And as they perceive and receive that it is carried out in their lives. Ten times, Father. I thank you, Father, for your patience. And I thank you for that patience being transferred unto us because we are learning as you're teaching. Humbly and meekly so shall we be as we come unto you for counseling and guidance so that we may learn, so that we may be full and wholesome, complete in the joyfulness of that of Christ. O oh, Father, I present this petition of prayer unto thee. With all that of humbleness and meekness. And humanity, O oh Father God. I pray for my brothers and sisters and lifting them unto your throne. And I accept, O oh Father God, in full wholeness, my assignment. And give my life unto you. And I know that in doing so, my life will not be without any challenges. Because there have already been some challenges. My life will not be without any obstacles in that of my flesh. Willing to go on and partake in things that are unholy. But I know that you are with me. And by that of your mercy and your grace. It is sufficient unto me. That I may be able to withstand. And endure. This journey. And the things that will come forth upon me. I know that you are already going forth before me and fighting my battles. I know that I have the refuge of your bosom to be comforted. Your might that fights for me. The blessful wisdom of your spirit that comforts and acknowledges me with the knowledgeable wisdom of you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for not only am I blessedly bestowed of this but my brothers and sisters are more the same receive it in Jesus name I pray and give thanks and honor amen for there are stored up blessings for the righteous now when Jesus saw the crowds he went up on a mountainside and sat down his disciples came to him and he began to teach them he said, 
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Hmm, my God. Now, I want to ask for those who saying that they're not blessed. I'm not blessed and I don't I I'm not I'm not giving up anything. God hasn't seen me. God hasn't honored me. God hasn't God hasn't God hasn't God hasn't I'm nothing. I I I won't be nothing and I, I won't I won't I won't receive it of any kind of blessings that I won't be honored of. Well, I can't say it, but the word right here speaks it better than I can really say it. If you take the time to read the word, the word says it. The word says it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heart. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely, falsely say all kind of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. See, not only he makes you aware that you are blessed and you're, you're going to be even more blessed, but he lets you know in comforting you along with it that you are not the only one. There were those before you that were persecuted because of their righteousness and because... I, I don't think you're getting it. The word is saying it right here. It's saying it right here. It's saying it right here. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted. 
Say that again. Blessed are those who are prosecuted because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Prosecuted because of your righteousness. You're blessed. The word tells you that you're blessed. And you're going to receive your blessing. You're going to receive... Let's understand this. And let's just take a moment, step back, and I want you to hear this so that you can really truly perceive it, receive it, and it is walked out in your life. It's a mindset. That's what it boils down to, your mindset. Because you see, the devil is wreaking habit on your mind. That's his battlefield. That's his place. That's his place to come and play and dwell and, and just to wreak havoc in your life. And he do it through that of your mind. By inserting thoughts. By laying visions. That's what he do. And he do it in such a way to get you carried out. Those things that are being whispered to you. Those things that are being demonically and satanically shown unto you. But see the thing is. <laughs> see this is going to be a catcher right here y'all. This is going to be the catcher. You're unaware of it. See that, that demonicness and that spiritualness. That he laying upon you. You're unaware of it because it's sneaking to you. You're unaware of it because you're too busy worrying and, 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 and caught up in, in frustration and in stressfulness and depression. That the only way you'll discern it is in that of the flesh. You got no spiritual discerning going on in your life. Because the things of this world has got you too caught up to you, too distracted. To be discerning in the spirit to be aware in that of the spirit because see if you were you'll see this coming if you were you will notice it for what it truly is and respond accordingly but you you're not and he's counting on that so just at the moment where you're distracted just at the moment where things are not going so well then that's when he released some distraction into your life And so just when you're just getting ready to, to get something in order, just when you're just getting ready to step and, 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 and break that threshold, boom, he dropped that bomb on you. And you're thinking to yourself, where did this come from? I don't did this and did that and then how did this come up? Why did this come up now? Sound familiar? Don't we always say that? Why now? Why this had to happen now? Why this come up now? Why now? Why now? Why now? That's all we say. But if we stop being frantic, if we stop calling ourselves going off, <laughs> because see, let me tell you something about the going off part. You know who you're really going off on? 
I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Let's let's just. You know who you're really going off on? You're going off on yourself. You're going off on yourself. Because if you would just take the time to walk in that of your authority and be discerning in that of the spirit, you wouldn't be dealing with all that like that. Because you would be aware and you could then structure yourself accordingly. But since you're not, you're over here kissing dirt. I'm just saying. See, and the devil knows this, so what he does is he takes those moments of opportunity to implant negative situations, to implant doubt, and just be everything that is not positive. And I know I'm not wrong. You know I'm not wrong. So you're thinking now, and you're, you're like, okay, well, what do I do about it? This is this is the case, brother and sisters. Okay, you, and you say to me, you say, well, well, brother, if this is the case, then what do I do about it? Be more diligent in realizing that you're blessed. And you're not alone. Be more diligent in knowing you're blessed and you're not alone. Because the devil is trying to separate you from the righteousness that you have been strengthening yourself with. Because you've been strengthening yourself in that of the righteousness of God. So God is trying to, he's trying to sever you from that. He is trying to drain that righteousness from you. And you're thinking, well, you know, hey, I'm, I'm down and out. I don't do nothing. I'm just trying here. I can't seem like I can't get a leg up. I can't get a leg up. It's like as soon as I step one foot forward, I'm taking 20 back. I do one good thing, it seems like 50 bad things happen. I just, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Ain't nobody but the devil trying to strike you. Trying to make it look like that, that what you've done, which is good before God. That what God has already recognized and is being blessed into your life over. He's trying to make it seem like the devil is trying to make it seem like that what you did is worthless. It's not enough. And that is all for not. Give up. You're not going to be any better. Give up. You're not going to do any better. Give up. You're not going to be that person. Give up. You're not going to be in eternal heaven. Forget it. Give it up. Look at your life. You can't even get this right. You can't do that right. This, this, that, no. That's what he does. Plant enough into a person's mind to where it becomes their thoughts for eternity. And you got them. 
hope y'all ain't hear me. I said, plan enough in a person's mind. To where you control their thoughts. Enough to control their thoughts. And you got them for eternity. And that's exactly what the devil's doing. He's trying to plant just enough. In the thoughts of your mind. To where he can turn you into believing those thoughts. And then he has you for eternity. So I'm saying to you, my brothers, my sisters, don't heed to what the devil is showing you. Pray honestly to God for guidance, for strength, for patience. And release all things that you're dealing with, all things that you're that's been challenging unto you. That's challenging your, 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 your very credibility unto God is that a relationship with God. No matter how strong your relationship is with God. No matter how, how standing the bond is. Because you can be, have just begun your relationship with Him. And you could have been a Christian for years. But you're just now truly begin to really... Start a relationship with God. You say, well, it's too late, I can't. No, you can't. You can. So, what you have to do is not allow yourself to be swayed. The thoughts that come forth and you know that they're not of God. You must quickly rebuke them. And as you have rebuked them, you walk in faith knowing that it is done. And you are releasing it unto God. It would be done. will be done Heavenly Father I thank you for the blessedness of this time given unto us Heavenly Father I thank you for the wonderfulness of all things coming forth and that of your name Oh, Lord, the sweetness and blessedness of that of your sacrifice reigns true, O oh Father God, in that of thy heart. Let thy words, O oh Father God, that have been meditated upon thy heart, truthfully, O oh Father God, coming forth in all things, be that of you in my mind. Be released, O oh God, into the atmosphere. As I petition your throne on behalf of my brothers and sisters in Christ, I pray, Kneeling before thee in all humbleness and humanity, O oh Father God, unto my brothers and sisters, and in meekness I show myself in honoring unto you, knowing that it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. 
my brothers and sisters, we 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 gotta keep going. We can't give up. We can't give in. We can't allow the devil to have any ground in our lives. And I know some of us will sit and you say you listen to me here. You hear me saying this. You say, well, you know that's better said than done. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I did. You don't know this. You don't know that. I, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely, absolutely, positively, equivocally right. I don't. But guess what? God does. God does. And see, with God, that don't matter. So if it don't matter with God, why should it matter with me? What matters is that you are in a position to better your life. And what matters is that me being who I am and striving to become more of who I am and that of who created me, it is my duty to pour more into your life all the blessedness of that of God. To refuel you in the strength of that of Christ. Lifting you up in so much edification that the Spirit of God is motivating you every step along your journey. And you are receiving unequivocally the knowledgeable wisdom of God. So, what else is there to really be concerned about? Now, can you understand and can you accept what I say? When I say that you're blessed, now do you see, do you understand that you're blessed? You don't have to take my word for it, but you know, hey, read in the word of God and see for yourself. Take what I presented unto you this week. Read it for yourself. Take the time to meditate upon it. And see for yourself. And know that you're blessed. You're blessed, my brothers and sisters. I don't care what it looked like, what it did look like, what it ain't looking like. You're blessed. God knows your struggles. He knows what you didn't accomplish and what you're trying to accomplish. He knows what's holding you up and what's pushing you forward. He knows the ins and outs of you. He knows the blessedness of the bindings of that of the book of your life. He has taken the time to finally and strongly and precisionly place each chapter of your life 
to where it lines up perfectly. And as you go through each chapter and close out a chapter, you go into another chapter being blessed, being strengthened, and closer to becoming truthfully all of that which God has set forth in creating you. But you don't have to take my word for it. Read in the word. It tells you in the word. You're blessed. Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, that notification was letting me know that we have reached that moment in the show where it's time to bring forth the spiritual food for thought for this week. And the spiritual food for thought for this week is as follows. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Once again, spiritual food for thought for this week. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. of thee Father God blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted now you're blessed and see we we don't think we're blessed you know and there's, there's moments and times like this right here in, in this scripture the spiritual food for thought that comes forth that People will look at it in the times of their mourning of a passing of a loved one. They don't consider themselves to be blessed. But you're going to be comforted. And see, you're going to be comforted in a way that that of flesh cannot comfort. I, oh yeah, sure, I can come to you and consult you and, you know, and say it's going to be okay and, you know, everything's going to work out fine and, you know, have faith and stand strong. And, you know, if you need anything, I'm here for you. I can, you know, come to you in that way and consult you and, you know, I can come to you and console you. I could come to you and, you know, and, 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 and be humble and, he can show compassion unto you in your time of mourning. But that's flesh. I can't do it the way that our Heavenly Father would do. The comfort of my bosom is not the comfort of His bosom. It's not the same effect. Well, see, I could give you a hug and, yeah, momentarily that's going to suffice but when you get in a moment and you get in a place and a time to where you're crying out to God and you can feel his presence and you feel him embracing you there is no hear me out there is no refuge of a hug that can come equal to that of God in comforting you. 
The word tells us those who mourn will be comforted. So why are we, you know, why are we sitting there confused and and worrying about someone being okay because of the passing of a loved one? They're gonna be okay. They're gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be all right. You've done what you could do in that of your flesh. But God's got this. There's no disrespect. But God's got this. So know that all that takes place in this world and the misconceptions and the the trickery and the, the doubt and shamefulness and all this that is of this worldly society that is being implanted into you pulled and placed upon you misleading and guiding unto you it is all false truthfully we have God his word. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Bless the Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can go and visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and as well as Twitter as Encouragement Daily Blog. And if you are one that is more into podcasts and receiving the word and that of audio, you can go over to anchor.fm and search for us as Encouragement Daily Podcast. Once again, that is anchor.fm, Encouragement Daily Podcast. And as you log on to there, I ask of you to go ahead and set up what you need to set up so that you can be contacted and made aware of all notifications coming forth. Announcing new episodes being released. So that you can be received of the blessfulness. The encouraging word of God. And that we're keeping track with one another. We're helping each other out where we can. And we're not going to be upset because someone is not 100% fully embedded in what it is that we as man and woman have got going on with us or choose to have
Heavenly Father, as we go through this right now, be mindful of the things that are taking place in our lives and the lives of that of our loved ones. Let us be mindful, Father God, of these words that are presented unto us, revealing unto us the blessedness that is that to be bestowed unto us if we uh, walk in our lives in that of a living sacrifice before you. The blessings that are coming forth, which are inheritance unto us. I pray that we are mindful and that this will help encourage us to continue to walk that walk that helps us to betray a living sacrifice life before you. This I pray in Jesus' name. Some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Matthews 5, 1 through 12, and it's found in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from Matthew 5, 1 through 12 in the NIV. My brothers and sisters, I thank you once again for the time that you allow to be received of this week's encouraging message. I pray that it's been a blessing unto you that you have gone in receiving of this message and that of us open mind, open heart, with joyfulness in your spirit that has allowed you to perceive and receive this blessedness of word that it has walked out in your life by that of God's truthful desired plan over your lives. And as we close out this message for this week, I pray the remainder of your day is blessful, safe, and that the remainder of the week is more of the same than that of the Lord. And until next time we come together in this encouraging fellowship, keep your head up, continue to strive forth, steadfast and in your faith, not giving up, not giving up. Amen. I love you and God bless you.